We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest in Kansas City soccer coverage from KCSN, featuring No Other Pod with Jimmy Mack and Daniel Kuser. Currently, with Daniel Kuser and Chris Wright, and Soccer Talks with Ali Trost Martin. KC Sports Network is your new go to for Kansas City soccer coverage. Make sure to hit that follow button so you don't miss anything. And now, let's get to it. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to a Victory Pod episode of Currently on No Other Pod. Uh, your guys, again, two boys, uh, Daniel Kuzer here with uh, my fresh from San Diego Comic-Con brethren, uh, Chris Wright. Chris, what's up, man? How you doing? Doing well, man. I got back at like 1230 Monday night, so... Oh. I'm a little uh, getting back to my bearings. I think I may have gotten a tan, but I'll let you be the judge of that. You don't um, tan, bro. No, you don't, don't tan. I look red. I mean, I'm a little you, little more red than usual. You did get a little red. I just thought you were angry. I just figured you didn't want to do the pot or something. <laughs> well, tell what what happened? Like, what's what's Comic Con about, man? What's it mean to you to go to those things? Because you've gone to a few. Yeah, you know, it's just a good time, man. It's 120 like attendees. That doesn't include like you know, vendors, just the overall atmosphere. So you're probably looking about 200 people, I'm sorry, 200,000 people in such a condensed area, um, which uh, can get kind of rough moving about, but uh, yeah. it's just a lot of fun, man. Everybody's having a good time. Um, there's something for everybody there. Uh, but overall, man, it's just a fun atmosphere. It's just a nice escape to San Diego, which is beautiful. You don't need a reason to go to San Diego, but, yeah. uh, you know, you put those two and two together. It's just It's just a fun time. What kind of things did you do? Like, I, I know you saw uh, you saw a wrestler who we saw live in Kansas City uh, a couple months ago. Um, don't remember his name now. Some the Kingo. Okay, I know. I think yeah. it's longer than that. You're it, definitely it shortening is. it. I'm shortening it because I don't want to mispronounce it. Yeah, it's definitely sure. a Hispanic thing. But uh, <laughs> what? Who, who else did you talk to? Did you buy some stuff? What? What all did you do? Uh, you know, I bought some comics. I talked to a lot of really cool people. Um, a lot of it's just networking and just enjoying, you know, getting to know people. Um, right. Th- getting the podcast big... out there, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I need to get a Kansas City Current shirt. So this is me asking for a, a cool shirt from the from the team here. But uh, I didn't want to wear my jersey because um, yeah. it, it can get kind of cold in there and it's, you know, has uh, some holes. So uh, 
yeah um just networked a lot of people had a lot of fun uh hmm. i i i missed it by a day but uh Wrexham is playing uh, yeah i think mentioned that about, yeah man you um but my flight was already booked, so uh, I think Wrexham beat Man U, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, did they? I didn't even I see think the result. So. Okay, I'm pretty sure. I can't remember though. Now I'm gonna have to double check, dude. If I went to Comic Con, I would buy incredibly too much stuff. Incredibly too much. It's just it just makes sense uh, because <laughs> you know, yeah, Wrexham beat Man U three to one. Uh, of course, this is preseason teams and stuff like that, but. Uh, Dude, I'd be buying Funko Pops. I'd buy comics. I'll probably never read. Yeah. Uh, I would just, I would spend money. And it's a, it sounds like a very dangerous place for a, an addictive person like myself. <laughs> it, it, I mean, like, I almost wanted to buy so much stuff that I wasn't the most interested in. I was just like, this would be cool, you know, or like, you know, this looks pretty nice. And then yeah. you got to kind of talk yourself from that ledge because you can spend a lot of money in a very, very short period of time. Look, I had to spend a, I had to spend a little, you mentioned Jersey. I had to spend a little chunk of money on the new U.S. Women's National Team jersey. Oh, you got it? I did, dude. And one oh. of the things that sold it for me, I'm sure you guys have seen it, it's the paint splatter kit, right? No two jerseys are the same. This paint, The paint splatter, these designs aren't the same, bro. It's individual. I didn't know that. I didn't individualism. Know that. How neat is that? that and is I wondered, cool. because I saw someone's jersey, I think it was one of the players, and it... I was like, oh, that's weird. That paint splatter looks like Mickey Mouse ears. Like, that's kind of fun. Like the, the Mickey silhouette. Yeah. And so then I looked at the jersey online. I was like, do they all have a Mickey silhouette? And no, that's not the case at all. It just so happened that that jersey splatter looked like that. Huh. Isn't that wild? Doesn't that make you interested a little bit? I didn't, I didn't even know that. Had I yeah. known that, yeah, like I am interested now. That's really I, cool. I got on Dick Sporting Goods, man. I didn't do authentic because they're trying to charge like $170 for that. Plus those jerseys are tighter than a condom or something. And <laughs> so you get the regular and then uh, Dick Sporting Goods says they'll have it here in like three days. Perfection. How much was the, the regular? Like 94. Okay. Yeah. I thought, okay, $100 for a kit. That's about par for the course that I'd like to spend because those authentic ones have been climbing over the years, you know? Yeah. What are you going to do? I don't know. Rough. Well, but I'll tell you what, though. I missed a lot of soccer. And I'll tell you, you one thing. You picked like, a bad time to leave. <laughs> I, I did. There's like 200,000 people in a condensed area. And I kid you not, I couldn't, like, social media wasn't working. I couldn't even send a picture from my phone because everybody's no. using their phones. Uh, I was Bro. refreshing Twitter and, and my the app I use to keep track of scores. And it would not bring information for a while. And then I'd get a chunk and then nothing. And then a chunk. It was it was tough. That's how it is, man. And oh, I'll tell you one thing. When I was in Austin, uh, the cell service was so bad at the stadium. I was like, okay, a lot of people, thousands, 20,000 people or whatever it is on their phones. It's crazy. I log on to Austin's Wi-Fi. Great Wi-Fi. Really? Sporting's Wi-Fi. Not so great, right? But Austin's, I was like, this is great. I'm, just, You know, hey, steal my data. I don't care what you're doing with your Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I... I that's how it is, man. It's like that sometimes when you're in a congested area. But like I said, you picked a hell of a time to leave. The first women's national team game happened. Uh, Casey Current slaughtered Houston Dash. Freaking Kristen Hamilton. Uh, hat trick hammy is what they said over the PA. Uh, 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 the announcer was like, hat trick hammy. I was like, he just make that up? Because that's pretty cool. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I I'm yeah. bummed I missed it, man. It, like, 
the atmosphere, 11,000 people, I think it's around there. I didn't actually look at it. I'm trying to go off a of memory here. It was like 11,000 people for a Challenge Cup game. You know, like, that's phenomenal. And then the, you know, I rewatched it, obviously, because I wanted to yeah. get the whole thing. Did you like it? Did you have a good time? I did. And the crowd was fantastic. So credit to the to the to the crowd and Kansas City for showing up for that game. It was a pretty gorgeous day for it too. Uh it, it felt nice out there. Uh you know, jumping right into it though, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't first discuss uh we're, we're, I think we're now KC Brazil current. I mean, it's uh <laughs> we only Brazilians on this team, baby, because we just signed uh defender Lauren Leal. Leo? Yeah. I haven't looked at a phonetic spelling yet. Is that do you know? Well, I think a lot of people just reference her as Lauren. So it is Lauren. Know, yeah. Brazilians like, are like, fuck last names. Yeah, they don't need <laughs> names. Um, yeah. So 20 years old. Uh, her full name is what? Lauren Eduardo. Lauren yep. Leal Costa. Leal mm-hmm. Costa. Um, through 2024 season with an option uh, for 2025. So essentially, what a two and a half year deal or something like that. Yeah. If they want to extend the option or keep the option, man, she dude. Recently, most recently, she has made forty appearances uh, uh, for Madrid in the top women's league in Spain uh, and helped the team to a 2022 Copa de la Reina quarterfinals. All right. Now she is uh, interesting, right? We're trying to bolster our defense here. You know, and and what better to do that with than, you know, sign a freaking international center back, someone who is playing in the World Cup as we speak. And kudos to Casey Current again for tweeting the night before, like new player loading or something or world class, you know. They, they were teasing that, oh, my God, what is this? And so now all the conspiracy theorists are hitting Twitter. They're like, I think it's Lauren. You know, this is this is who it has to be. So people figured it out relatively quickly. Did you see all that? I think by the time I saw it, I, like, just did a, a touch of research, essentially just going to, like, forums, Discord, and stuff like that. And it was already there. Like, people already knew. Yeah. Um, uh, man, and how better exciting. to announce it than Dabinia on her freaking socials is like, hey, everyone, you know, just want you to meet your new player. And I'm like, God damn, what a, what an announcement that is. I'm in the locker room with her right now. I'll make sure, you know, she'll fly back with me. We'll have a good rest of the season. Uh, that excites me, dude, because with Elizabeth Ball coming back, Gabby Robinson has paid, played hella minutes this year. Uh, this is this is good reinforcement back there, wouldn't you say? I mean, it's just crazy how the current can. I mean, this is one of those times. I want transparency in the league. I want salaries. I want. I want everything. But this is one of those moments where I'm like, we don't need to worry about salaries, guys. Let's let's not worry about that because everybody's like, I don't know how the current are pulling this off. I don't know what they're doing. Like, yeah. there's no way that this should happen in terms of just keep getting high quality players. How are they doing it? And and I don't know. But I'll tell you one thing. This team, this front office, they don't mess around. They don't mess around at all. When we have a weakness, they attacked it. The ball yeah. was out. It was Soto and Robinson, right? Um, by then, you know they're looking around for center backs to try and, and, and fix this position. Ball came back. All of a sudden, we just signed two national team players essentially two weeks apart to fix that position that we've struggled with all year. I mean, yeah, they man. don't mess around. When they see a weakness, they attack it. 
it's exciting to me. Uh, yeah, two World Cup center backs. You know, uh, you obviously want to see them do well, but you also want to be like, hey, come on back. Come on back. We could use you. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know how that center back rotation is going to work. If Elizabeth Ball takes a seat or if she gets subbed out, you know, three quarters of the way through. But we are essentially kind of inter Miami right now uh, <laughs> because Miami, ba- Miami bad. They not good. And Messi comes in and it's like, wow, they're the most exciting thing, you know, since sliced bread. It's exciting. Uh, they're winning games. They're scoring multiple goals, which they weren't doing before. Well, now we're signing some pretty serious international talent here. And I could only hope since they're center backs, our clean sheets are going to go through the roof, which means Dabinia, Hamilton, CC Kaiser, someone's just got to put a ball away. You know, we just got to keep scoring and nothing says confidence like getting three goals like Kristen Hamilton did in a singular game. And she wanted four. She was she was going for more, bro. It was crazy. She was close a couple times. Cooper almost had, uh, you know, one or two. You know, you brought up a good point about the center backs. What are we going to do with Elizabeth Ball? Because, you know, initially it looked like the team wanted to go to, like, you know, a four-player back line, right? So where would that leave her? I don't know. But I do find it kind of interesting. I don't know what her, her contract status is, but I don't think she's been extended recently. So, you know maybe this is going to be our center back duo for the next couple of years. Maybe, maybe ball will get resigned. Right. And then we just have three really good center backs and have a rotation because their national team duty is going to come up anyway. Right. So yeah. it would not hurt to have ball with us regardless. And I like ball a lot as well. So, um, I mean, when this team sees a weakness, they attack it. Hands down. Well, we just, Lauren is signed through the 2024 season with an option for 2025. Uh, then there was a separate transaction where we gave $100,000 and an international slot to the North Carolina Courage for them to relinquish their rights to Lauren. I think they had exclusive uh, finding rights to that player. But, dude, this is a 20-year-old center back. Crazy amount of life left. Crazy amount of game left. Uh, you know, played in the under-20s with Brazil. Uh, got third place in the U-20 World Cup last year. I just, I'm excited. I'm excited. And uh, you, anytime you bring in an international that plays on that big of a stage, you should be excited. Um, equally as excited as having Dabinia. Like, she plays, dude. Lauren was on the field. Am I wrong? Am I right? Yeah, you know, you know, we kind of have this uh, on our schedule on this pod a little later. But, you know, she played 90 minutes yeah. and a 4-0 victory against Panama. So, kept a clean sheet. Um you know, I, I absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. And, yeah, and she's going to learn from uh, uh, Balasagur. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Ball, you know, she's ball, gonna, Ballsager, yeah. Yeah, Balsager. She's going to learn from, you know, the the veteran experience that she has from, from Elizabeth Ball. So she's only going to get better. Yeah, man. You're right. After the World Cup, KC's going to have uh, three high-quality center backs, and two of them are uh, on having that are, – you know, two national team center backs, World Cup. You know, why did I say that? Why does it two national team center? Yeah, the yeah. Denmark and, and Brazil. Duh. And we've learned this team has learned the very, very, very hard lesson here that, you know, you need three quality center backs because one once goes down or when one goes down or two, you're in a lot of trouble. So, um, yeah, I, I love this move. 100%.
Uh, hey, man, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and hop into this Challenge Cup game. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Mother's Day is almost here. And you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. What's up, everybody? We are back. Um, hey, man, I finally saw Oppenheimer last night. Uh, you haven't seen it yet? I have not. Are you um, going to drive down to Dallas to do the special 75 millimeter IMAX? I, I would love to. I, I was hoping they'd have it in Kansas City. I would do that. But uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. Big history nerd. I love it. Oh. I'm excited. I hear it's Upon really good. watching it, I don't know why, like, maybe that doesn't appeal to me, like the IMAX thing. I saw it on the giant screen at B&B. It's not technically IMAX, but it's bigger than other screens. I was like, okay, the sound did it for me. The sound was, whoa. But the uh, visuals, I was kind of like, I feel perfectly fine with this screen. I'm not sitting here wishing I saw it in IMAX, you know? Okay. You know, Is it cool. worth seeing? Is it worth seeing? Yeah, I mean it's going to be a best picture. So if you're if you're kind of an Oscars uh, guy like me, when the Oscars come out, the Emmys, I'm always trying to be like, okay, what have I seen already? And now it's homework time. What do I need to see? Pretty sure Oppenheimer is going to be there with the best picture. It's it's definitely going to be uh, it, it's up there, man. The dialogue it just boom, 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 kept moving. Robert Downey Jr. was phenomenal. Uh, it's just it's a fun one. It's three hours, so you're talking two two urination breaks. That was a that was a thing I had to plan out, but what are you gonna do? Run P app, folks. Run P app. Well, you and Nick said it's definitely worth seeing, so that's good enough for me. I'm definitely gonna make the trip to go see it. Make it. Uh dude, you were gone for this challenge cup game. You were missed. We didn't have you there. Uh, but naturally, when you're gone, you're gonna miss a hell of a game. Uh just a blast, bro. Just a, a party from start to finish. Uh, we saw two goals on the South end and one on the North end. And 
here's what I'm thinking going into this game real time, right? First of all, where's my lineup? The lineups yes. were not tweeted. The lineups were not Instagram posted. Am I am I old? Are people still saying that? They were they weren't on the IG. Uh, couldn't find it. I was like, what is going on? And so by the time I'm still searching, the lineup comes up in the stadium. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll just I'll just be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, we had uh CC Kaiser up there, Morgan Gatraw, Kate DeFava, Michelle Cooper, Izzy Rodriguez, Jenna Weinbrenner in there, locking up some midfield action some more. Uh Franch and goal again. Gabby Robinson, Captain Kristen Hamilton, and Spanstra. Alexa Spanstra over there, which, by the way, she's a little firecracker, dude. Spanstra, she was on my side, so I saw a lot of her. And I'm just like, I like what I see with this young lady here. She's she's crushing it. She's she's fast. She's explosive. I kept singing her praises the whole game. And she's, you know, it's not like she was scoring or assisting nothing because Jenna Weinbrenner and Kristen Hamilton were too busy getting all the praise. I mean, where do you start, right? Like, where do you start? Well, There's so much to start that first, the first goal. I yeah. Mean, 17 minutes in, and now I'm pissed. <laughs> and it's almost halftime, and I'm still pissed. Like, I'm like, we're going to lose. We're going to lose. It's they one nil. What are we playing, doing? They outplayed Houston the whole half, but gave – and by the way, that was a hell of a shot. We have to give credit to her because that was, like, top corner. There's nothing really French could do. I mean, it was kind of a, a weird turn-and-shoot situation. Um, DeSano, I mean – Great goal, right? It was crazy. I mean, French had to lay out. There was just no way. Uh, just, you know, a little counterattack, man. L- little little turnover to a counterattack. Early lead. Early lead. It was scary stuff. But, oh, in the 30th minute, Houston goalkeeper goes down, right? And the backup, the backup was in there, right? I know. So now the starter comes in, and I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, you think, you're like, all right, their goalkeeper's down. And then the next goalkeeper comes out, and I was like, pretty sure that's her, that's their starter. Uh, turns out it was. So great. They just enhanced their goalkeeping situation, which obviously not, because we dropped three on them. Man, man. I, you know... Like you said, it it was frustrating. I wasn't watching it live, but I, I can only imagine being there, feeling like you outplayed that team, and they hit a amazing goal, top corner, little – you really couldn't do anything about it if you're a French. And, and almost going into half down after dominating possession, dominating, you know, the, the field of play. But, buddy, what was it? Let me see what minute it was. The 46th? 46th yeah. minute. Chris and Hamilton, man, like an assist by Jenna as well. Like Jenna had a great game. Break this down for a minute. Because Jenna Weinbrenner, Weinbrenner still Weinbrennered. She still did some things that were a little questionable, right? I was just like, man, she's so good at defense, but then turns the ball over in, in weird places, right? Yeah. Great defender, but not getting that final piece is kind of what I was feeling. Let's start over here on the right-hand side. Michelle Cooper is yes. cool. For streaking that she, dummy that dummy turn the thing she does she's always crossing it in front of goal sometimes no one's there sometimes the keeper gets there but she's getting the cross off bro it's happening every time and then this one time it gets through it gets through i don't think jenna weinbrenner assisted on purpose i think she whiffed at the shot <laughs> I, that's is that not what it looked like? It's what it looked like. Um, okay. Yeah. Call it an assist. Call it what you want. I don't think she would call it an assist. Um, 
if I'm wrong, cool. But I don't think she calls that an assist. But it all worked out in the end. It, you know, she, I I personally want to credit that assist to Michelle Cooper for that sweet oh. dummy move, that yeah. beautiful cross cross to the middle of the box. That was a hard laser, low by the way, low. And uh, man, Kristen Hamilton went right to her, and credit to her for being calm for that moment yeah. because you can be panicked, you can be rushed. She was calm and she slotted okay. that thing. That thing was an absolute. She smashed it. And so now now you're thinking halftime, one yeah. one. Feeling good about this. New ball game, baby. Well, hold on. There's more stoppage time. Three minutes later, Jenna Weinbrenner was excellent. Bro, she had so much space to dribble. She just takes the ball downfield. I'm like, is anyone going to step up to Jenna Weinbrenner? Is anyone going to come? No, she has a breakaway. And she makes this beautiful pass to Kristen Hamilton, who slots it away for a brace. She's got two goals on the game. And it ain't even halftime yet. And I'm like, we winning this shit. <laughs> We're winning. Let's go. I was so up and down. I didn't know how to handle myself. And, you know, and what Kaiser got tripped up too. There was some contact. She got yeah. tripped up. Weinbrenner runs through. Oh, that was when the, the ref played advantage. Yeah, it played advantage. Because Kaiser got, and I was like, referee, my dog. Like that, <laughs> they always, they always fuck up the game, bro. And when they do something right, I'm just like, you got to give it up for good refereeing. Because yeah. that's just a great example of playing advantage when they could have whistled it dead, and then that never happens, and maybe we don't win the freaking game. Well, what I like about Weinbrenner, she took her space. She made, I think, three players at the end, like before she passed it, there's three players at her or on her. She attracted all three defenders who came up, and she, she, you know, she bided her time. She made the perfect pass. She, she, like, she timed that pass so perfectly to to give Kristen Hamilton the easiest run to the goal as possible and she put that thing home man and that, that's what we've lacked at times was just the ability to finish right mm -hmm. Kristen Hamilton was not messing around dude in the second half comes and I see this stat here uh 224 passes 60 percent of those passes were at Houston's end Oof. that's good that's good. That's more than half. That's where you should be if you're an attacking team. It should be above half uh, in your opponent's end. But it's uh, uh, Coach Carolyn uh, Schubram. She said, uh, it has been a big thing we've been talking about and practicing to keep circulating the ball. When the opponent is kicking it out, have good positions with the defensive line so we can win it back and keep the pressure. And today the players handled it really well. They did, man. Our, our, our movement of the ball was on another level like we're a team right now who's at the bottom this challenge cup we have a chance at something here but we're taking steps we're taking little steps and right there ball distribution circulating the ball that's been a step forward i love it i mean this has given us an opportunity to try some new things to focus on some stuff without the pressure of the regular season right without the pressure of you know you know we've dug ourselves a hole we have to climb now during this challenge cup we can just focus on improving and improving and just fixing the little things like that. And it absolutely made a difference. And when I watched it, I just saw, you know, we are effective in transition. That's one thing that stood out to me. We are very effective in transition. We pressed. Um, like you said, when they, when there is a 50, 50 ball and it just bounces somewhere, we're in good positioning to get that loose ball. And like I said, cycle it around, find the open space and, and continue the attack. So it, it was it was absolutely beautiful to see. Yeah, man. No, 100%. Uh, I love, by the way, when we see, when, when I have 
I don't always look at your talking points that you send me. I, I, if it happens, if I need to, I do. But me mentioning Spanster, I see you wrote that in there and said Spanster is coming into her own. I hadn't read that yet. So oh, that's, <laughs> it's cool that we're on the same freaking wavelength and, and both see that. Um, 68th minute comes. We get a throw in near Houston's goal. Uh, Cooper receives it. She's kind of boxing out a player. Her back's to goal. She turns towards the goal line and gets ready to drive towards the keeper. Nah. She sees Kristen Hamilton, picks it out perfectly, and Hamilton gets a hat trick. Just everyone that taking their hats off. Just hell of a time. Couldn't believe it. First hat trick in club history and also Challenge Cup history. Wow. <laughs> I'm not going to say it, but the first the first talking point I wrote <laughs> was Kristen you know, mother fucking Hamilton. Yeah. Are we not cursing anymore? <laughs> Did you find Jesus? What happened? Uh, it's, I mean, that's, I don't know. Just I have... Words, bro. Words are meant to communicate. Think about that. <laughs> Think about it. When There's you start no saying words, way. you know, you have to cuss when you talk about her performance. Cause it was dope, so damn good. Like she, that's all the time. I'm just so happy for her, man. Like she's a veteran. She works her ass off. She does so many little things her positioning, her spatial awareness. She does so, so many crafty veteran things that put her and others in a, in, a, in a situation to succeed. So to see her, you know, not just put the ball in the back of the net, but to do it three times, set a, a Kansas City women's soccer record, because there's no hat tricks in FC Casey either, um, you know, Challenge Cup history. Uh, man, I'm just so happy for her. It, I'm happy for her. I'm happy for the team, man. And I absolutely love it. These were big points. These were big points to take. Three points in the Challenge Cup. Uh, staying, staying up there, man. Staying relevant in the, the standings conversation. And, and you know, table looks like, like it still kind of did. I mean, Louisville, still up there, bro. They, uh, they won again. So they have 12 points. We have nine. We've separated ourselves from the pack a little bit. We're right there with Louisville. Guess who we play in the last Challenge Cup game? Louisville. Could turn out to be a pretty important game, man. Uh, and that's that'll be at home. But before then, we got to go smash Chicago Red Stars this weekend. And and you gotta you gotta think, hey, their great ass keeper is gone. Take advantage of this, dude. That their their striker, Mallory Swanson, is hurt. Go in there and, and mess him up. Yeah, no, I, you know, with games this Saturday, um, July 29th, it's in Chicago at 7 p.m. You know, taking a, a quick look at their run of form, and this is regular season and, and Challenge Cup, uh, they lost to Portland 3-2. Um, to two. They lost to New York 2-1. to one. They beat San Diego, and they beat, they beat Houston 1-0 um, for those two games. But in the Challenge Cup, they got beat by Louisville 2-0. So... Again, they, they're missing uh, Nayer and Shayna Matthews, who is playing for Jamaica in the World Cup as well. So they only have two national or two players um, in the World Cup. Okay. Um, oh, one thing I wanted to mention, something so strange at the game Saturday was Kristen Hamilton was subbed out. She got her honors. She got her flowers. Everyone's clapping it up, hooping and hollering. She comes right back on the field. <laughs> Uh, that, you know, of course in the stadium, there's not a lot of, uh, communication as to why things happen, which by the way, women's world cup, 
They get on the mic and tell you what's going on. The referee tells you what VAR saw. I love that. That's cool. I, I like it a lot. I like especially, it a lot. Especially because I never know what kind of voice they're going to have. Like this referee <laughs> just got Russian as fuck. And I was like, oh, shit. I did not expect her to sound like that. <laughs> uh, but we didn't know why. And I was like, okay, maybe we used all our substitutions. Like that makes sense. But they asked the ref at the end. And it was a, a clear cut, succinct answer. Like probably one of the best answers that a, a, a referee pool, uh, the pool referee gives at the end. They, the question was, why were the current not permitted to make substitution to bring on number 14 for 25? They said, Kansas City current were unable to complete the substitution, number 14, Chardonnay current for number 25, Kristen Hamilton, due to the fact that all substitute moments had been completed. In the 73rd minute of the match during the concussion substitute, a normal substitute was made. Per IFAB, if a team makes a normal substitution at the same time as a concussion substitute, this will count as one of its normal substitution opportunities. I don't know anything. I don't know anything. I just, I'm just here to have fun. Okay. <laughs> when, when that stuff is like, I'm like, okay, I guess I don't know substitution rules, but good to know. That's a hell of an explanation, dude. I, we would have never known otherwise, or at no. least the majority of people would have never known otherwise without researching it. So I agree. Yeah. It, it's that type of clarification and tra transparency that we need. And the type that, you know, I'm not going to be pissed off at the ref if I get that explanation. It makes sense. So they did their job well 100 man um listen we're, we're kind of you know not a whole lot of preview to do here with the the upcoming challenge cup game you mentioned they got a player gone to jamaica Alyssa Nair's down back to usa players to watch ella stevens leading scorer at four goals ricaro and st george in the midfield and uh, michelle cooper is suspended due to yellow cards is that right yep she got one uh one in the Houston game. And I remember if I remember correctly, the Chicago game where Nayer kicked the ball at her back. You remember that? I do remember the yeah. yellow for that. Oh man. So, I, and that's what they said on the broadcast. Uh, and that's kind of what I was thinking as well is that Cooper will be suspended for the next game. So, okay. It, well, this, it pissed that, that yellow card still pisses me off. I'm trying to contain myself. Dumb. Kicked it right it, at the back of our player and she got a yellow, but messed it up, is what man. it is. Absolutely messed up. Uh, let's take our second break. And we'll come back, do some uh, World Cup talk, little injury updates, and uh, wrap things up. So stay right there. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. What's up, my little Comic-Con guy? <laughs> uh, I'm just jelly, bro. I've never been to a comic con, and I, I think I need to someday. Need we to go need figure to go it to out. Planet con. Okay, we go plant comic con. Yeah. Uh, gonna have to cosplay though. Gonna probably have to straighten my hair and be John Wick. I don't know. I, I think you should just grow out the beard, some more stubble. Oh yeah, uh, I, you, you could you could pull it off pretty well. <laughs> it would be fun. <laughs> uh, hey, little injury update for the team. Claire Lavage is back in practice. Awesome. Love she, it. She, you know, I, I thought it was like a season ending injury thing uh, originally, but that was kind of just last year. I mean, she can still come back this year, right? Yeah. So I think it's just a misprint. When they do their little, you know, St. Luke's sports medicine injury report, I think it says SEI next to Lavoge's name. Well, they, can, like, mm. I believe they can come back from that. 
Like the, okay. if they do, then depending on how many active players you have, you may have to, you know, move somebody or release somebody that, okay. or something like that. That's kind of the thing. If someone's on SEI, then that opens a roster spot. You can sign someone, do whatever. Yeah. I gotcha. Uh, Di Bernardo, bro, still out with concussion symptoms. Um, it's starting to make me sad. Not because I miss watching her play, but because that's fucking scary. I don't, you know, you say you need transparency. I don't, I don't need that when it comes to someone's health. You know, you say concussion, whatever, we get it. That's all uh, I need to hear. Yeah. Yeah. And, and let's just, uh, God, just hope, hope for the best, man. Dude, symptoms, dude, you can be sensitive to light, sound, uh, noises. I mean, it's, it's just, that's the same as sound. I don't know why. <laughs> well, it, it, to your point, it, it varies, right? You could have somebody who, who has a concussion and it may not be severe, right? You just have some some effects and you can get over it somewhat quickly. Then you have, you know, some scenarios, and I hope this is not with her, is that you get a concussion and it's severe. And, you know, once you get a concussion, you can get them, you know, I don't, I think you can get them easier, like as you go, because you look at football players who once sure. you get one, they start getting them all the time. Um, soccer know. players will start wearing that little yeah. little helmet thing, bro. So, I mean, I just hope she's okay. Obviously, I want to see her on the field. I'm missing her, but at the end of the day, this her personal health matters so much more than than her on the field. So, I, I hope she can take all the time she needs. Um, hope she comes recovers quickly, but I want her to take all the time. I don't want her to come back if she has any symptoms whatsoever. You know, and I, I didn't enjoy seeing uh, Morgan Gatraw get hurt. That looked bad. She came in, went, didn't see the the other player coming, right, and just just banged heads. And she looked like she was in a fair amount of pain. Really thought it was CC Kaiser at first. They're both kind of leaner, longer body type, so I couldn't tell who was on the ground. And I was like, I was like, oh, don't worry, it's not that bad. She'll limp off and then play the next game, just like the previous time, right? <laughs> hey, Louisville, when we thought she was out for the year, <laughs> I thought she was dead. I was like, oh my god, she's hurt. Uh, and then she's just like, I'm fresh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Morgan Gatron might not, might not have her. And that's important, dude. That's a good midfield situation. Might see Lola Bonta. She wasn't needed this past weekend. Why would you bring her in when you're up three, one? Uh, she might actually see her play a significant role this weekend at Chicago. I'm not sure. Uh, Loetta, she got back in the game, got some more minutes of building her back up. Um, oh. I've been watching her in warmups, by the way, when they do their little one touch shoot from the top of the box, little uh, uh, drill that they do. And then like the ball goes out wide and that gets kicked back in. She has an accurate cannon. She can shoot and I can tell that she wants to. Yeah. That's kind of exciting. Uh, we need more attack, dude. We need to put goals on the board and it's gotta be someone other than Kristen Hamilton. Obviously, she you know shouldered the load this last game, but someone else has got to step up too to help out. Well, she, Loetta also has a really good cross. She has good service. Like, yeah, I think got an I, eye for the game. I think we were missing that as well. Like the ball she was she was putting in were dangerous, and I, I think we've missed that um, in her absence. Yeah, dude, absolutely. Um, we'll see what happens. Fingers crossed. These are big three points to take this weekend if you want any chance of moving forward, you know, and, and may should be available as well. Uh, I, she should be okay with her shoulder. Um, she was out against Houston due to, to yellow card accumulation. So hopefully she can come back in and, uh, 
you know, hopefully she can get a, a fair amount of minutes because it's nothing that it was her shoulder, right? So it was nothing lower body that she has to work into. Um, you know, Haley Mace is back as well, but she couldn't play the last game due to yellow card suspension. Yep. So we could see her play a significant role. Um, here's one thing of note. If the Challenge Cup ends, if we're done right now, it's over. We go through. We're the second team, but we are the best second team in out of all the groups. We have the highest amount of points. So something to keep in mind that even if we get three points and then maybe potentially draw Louisville, we could still maybe go through based on other results. So You brought up a good point because the results from this week's Challenge Cup I didn't expect it to be as severe. So Portland won, I think, 4-0 four, four or 4-1. Um, and then Gotham, still, they're, they've only played three games because I think they had a rain out or something like that. So they canceled the game. So they still have, a, you know, they've only played three. Oh, they still got to play Orlando. Yep. So they still have to play Orlando. Um, so it's going to be tight. But just taking a quick look at it and, and so, at the goal difference, if we beat Chicago and I think we get one point against Louisville, as long as they don't go blow teams out, you know, four nil, then our goal difference uh, is plus seven. So that's, a, that's nice. That could be the difference between making it into the playoff and not. True. We'll have to reassess uh, before the final game. So after this week, we'll next week, we'll have a good eye on things and know exactly what we need to accomplish to move on to the, sem- on to the semis. Uh, one thing we didn't mention, but buddy is that uh, Kristen Hamilton was voted Week 16, NWSL Player of the Week. Um, her first one, score, right? I think it's her it, first one. Uh, yeah, yes, it is. Her first Player of the Week since joining the team in 2021. Uh, wow, cool. And Dabinia earned it in Week 5, obviously. We know this year. So that's the second one this year. But when you score three goals, you become Player of the Week. Like, that's normally how that happens, so. A hammy hattie is what it is, man. What a time. What a time to be alive. I'm just so happy for her. At the beginning of the season, you and I talked, okay, with Michelle Cooper coming in here, where does Kristen Hamilton fit in when she's healthy? Yes. She was injured, coming back from injury. And I'm like, oh, she's getting some minutes in there. Oh, she's got some flashes. And now she's scoring hat tricks. So we're dumb. We shouldn't have ever questioned it. We we're stupid. So I don't know why you guys listen to us. (laughs) <laughs> well, I, you know, you get a player like Larson, right? Who people thought she could take Hamilton's job. We trade up, get the number two overall pick that people were raving about, you know, in college could be the next Sophia Smith in terms of how she plays. We got her, you know, I think we thought that she would immediately lose her spot and, you know, Credit to her for coming back. Credit to her for putting in all the work and not being not being mentally phased by having two players come in and, and fight for your spot. And you know, I I can't be anything but happy for her. Yeah. Um it, and at the beginning of the year when we didn't have her, we struggled to score. And, and it's not just her putting the ball in the back of the net, which she obviously did this game. It's her doing everything else that puts us in a position to put the ball in the back of the net. Like she's just so crafty as a veteran. Um, she drags players. She knows where to be. We're at, we're, we are at our best when she's up top. There's no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Uh, well, man, there's this, uh, this small competition going on called the uh, world cup. 
<laughs> kind of a big deal. Uh, very tough to watch these games as we've talked about. It's a, uh, you know, I'm not waking up in the middle of the night to watch all of them. Right. I'll catch, sometimes I'll catch the tail end of them when I'm starting my workout in the morning or, or like this morning, I got to catch it in its entirety, the uh, Canada and Ireland game. Yeah. We caught you that know? too. That was a seven o'clock game. Um, but something to point out the women, us women played last Friday, a uh, pretty favorable time, eight o'clock. Turns out KC was the number one market for that game. And the TV station, Fox Sports, showed showed power and light area. You know, popping as always. Everyone's right. pretty jacked up, pretty liquored up, if you will. And uh, just a great time, man. I, I do want to hit hit on our players real fast. Dabinia only played 59 minutes, so kind of managing her minutes there. I like that. She didn't need to play more. Uh, she had an assist, had a 7.8 player rating, according to FootMob, and they beat Panama 4-0 because Brazil might be scary. Brazil <laughs> might be a very good team. Their goals look like team goals. Uh, if the USA want to get past some of these teams later on, they need to pick it up, and, and we'll, we'll get into that in a minute. But Lauren went the full 90, as you mentioned, 7.6 foot mob rating. Uh, and Balasager, she went 90 minutes in their 1-0 victory against China. So Denmark's crushing it. Brazil's crushing it. Um, is it. You want them to do well, right? But don't you kind of want them to come home and help us do well? Like, it feels uh weird to me. A little bit, you know, the sooner they can come back to the team, the sooner we we can get them integrated and get them on the field and, and be effective. Sure. But yeah, it, you know, it's a silver lining thing. We don't want them to lose, but if they do, we're like, well, at least they can come back, you know? Yeah. Uh, it, I'll tell you one thing though, man, the, I don't, I think if we can make the playoffs for the challenge cup, we are going to be a very difficult team because we just revamped our, our center backs our midfielders are getting healthier. You know, you get Di Bernardo, Lowe, Dabinia, Hamilton is having a great run right now. Cooper is developing in so many ways. She's not getting the notoriety, but she is doing so many good things. Every time I watch her, I feel like she's coming in as a professional on the field. She did one of her patented truck stick moments on a player and uh, actually did get called for it in the game. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, no one's called that all year. I, I, you know what's scary is she, you know, when we interviewed her, she said she really focused on her physicality. And it uh, clearly, no clearly shows. She's like a linebacker when she hits you. So, you know, when she, it just goes to show that if she, if she has an area to focus on, she's really going to get better at it. So yeah, it, she's getting better as this year goes on. And as the year goes on, you know, I think people should be less critical of her as a player in that trade sure. with Lynn Williams. Cause she's showing why she was a number two pick. Yeah. Um, but, you know, going back to my original point, if we can get healthy, you know, obviously we want to make a run in the regular season, but the challenge cut, man, we're going to be a, a team where I don't think people are going to want to play us. If we get these national team players, we get healthy French. Another thing we can quickly touch on. Did French get the starting rollback? She's it played well. She's, it feels like it, right? Like the only three goals she has let in, two were upper 90, just Galazza. You, you couldn't do anything about The right. other one was a ball that ping-ponged in the box and the girl lasered it in the side net. 
Like, that's a defensive problem. That's we know that if a ball lingers in the box like that yep. without being cleared, we're fucked. Yep. It, but there was nothing she could do about it. The three goals, she had little she could help. But other than that, she's played extremely well. So she may have won that spot back. We'll see, man. Time will tell. Uh, did you watch any of the USA women on Friday? I watched about 30 minutes at the hotel. Um, and that's kind of all I, I could. Tail I 30, the- mid 30, early 30? About the first 30. So okay. by like 5 to 35. So I saw the goals. And Sophia Smith, man, what? <laughs> There's not much more. That girl. Is... Don't you hate to love her, love to hate her kind of thing? I hate when she's playing us. I love her when she's on the national team. Sure. Absolutely. That's kind of how it is, man. Uh, it was like, dude, when you and I played soccer together, I hated playing against our buddy Nick. Hated him. He was such a pest. He, he was all, I was always like physical with him and stuff. <laughs> And so what did I do? I hated him so much. I asked him to be on our team. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the thing. If you're, if you're with us, I'm going to love it, dude. Go pester the other team. Quit pissing me off. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And it worked because we, we were winning a lot when we got him on our team. We did. We did very well. Uh, This game though. Yes. They won three, nothing. Yes. They were the better team. They were constantly on Vietnam's side of the field. Uh, Vietnam was also very physical. And also very tiny. Uh, if you looked at their players up next to ours, we looked like giants. I was like, okay, this is a nutrition thing, right? Because in those other countries, they eat differently than us Americans do. That that has to be part of it, right? Just the way your 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 nutrients are. <laughs> I, you know, I think just you take a look at other teams like Dutch are tall, Swedish are tall, yeah. like like the Germans are tall, like. You know, BFG, big fucking German. That was what they called the men's national team back in the day. Like yeah. BFGs. Um, yeah, they're just, I think there's naturally a, a, a tinier country in terms of average height. Sure. Um, yeah, when you stand up next to like a Trinity Rodman or something yeah. like that, you're going to look pretty small. Whose dad was an NBA player, NBD. You know, no big deal. But I tell you <laughs> that, uh, uh, dude, they were physical, though, for being so much, for having such a size difference. They were cutting us down. We had a player down in like the first minute. Yeah. Uh, it, it was it was interesting. But that's what you have to do against such a team that is superior in so many ways. Just go throw them off their game. Be physical. Yeah. Just go mess them up if you can. You know, get in their mind. Let them be afraid. Every time, you know, they have the ball, they need to expect a physical challenge is coming. Right. Frustrate them. Make yeah. make them make a mistake. Yep. Make them get frustrated and like push you or something. You know, it's. It happens. They yeah. you get enough little little bitty fouls, someone's gonna snap and uh, headbutt someone, a la Alan Polito, you know. <laughs> Zadine, remember that World Cup in Zadine? Oh yeah. sure. Yeah. Now his was on purpose though, huh? That was on purpose. Yeah, that was bad. Allen's, not so much. Not so much, dude. This is uh. Well, we're recording this before the game Wednesday night, so we're not discussing that right now. Uh, but it's a it's a rematch of the final from 2019. This is probably the U.S.'s most anticipated group stage game. I believe their world rankings are number one, obviously, for U.S. and number nine for Netherlands, I think. Vietnam was way down there, so that was a gimme. But if they, you know, they probably should have dropped about 10 goals on Vietnam. So we'll see. We'll see what happens against Netherlands, man. They're they're tough, tough country whenever they play soccer. You know, you do all these friendlies, right? We're trying to figure things out and we try and see how we play against you know, England or, or Germany, you know, but in the world cup, 
we we're putting our best foot forward. We I hopefully figured out how we want to use our team, use our players. And this is where, you know, we go up against a quality team trying to trying to play our best. So this is kind of going to be kind of a benchmark for me. How can we play, you know, at the World Cup level um, against a really quality team and, and seeing how they perform, then we can kind of take a look and see how we might play some some other top top teams. Yes, 100 um, percent. You know, Denmark's got their game early Friday morning. Brazil's got their game early Saturday morning. So that's a favorable time to watch Dabinia on Saturday, 5 a.m. That's not the end of the world. 5 a.m. against France? That's going to be a hell of a game. That could be a fun game, yeah. That, yeah, that's that's worthy. If you're going to get up for any non-U.S. game, like that should be circled. Yeah. And then, of course, you got uh, the next U.S.A. game is Tuesday, 2 a.m. So kind of just break up your rim cycle and uh, watch some soccer. Good times. Absolutely. And I got one quick fun fact here. Hmm. Um, goals at the 2023 World Cup by league. Uh, I follow a guy on Twitter, Theo, Theo Lloyd Hughes. I want to give him credit out there. Um, he put together uh, just how many players scored goals and what league they're from. The NWSL leads the World Cup um, with six goals from players who play in the NWSL. Uh, the German Bundesliga is four. WSL is three. The WE League, don't know what that is to be honest. So, um, and and League F has four goals. So, point is, the NWSL has more goals than any other um, league. Let's in the hold world. on. Let's hold on, because Sophia Smith has a third of those. All right. Well, there, actually, the half of them came from uh, the German player who had the hat trick. Oh, who does she play for? I'm sorry, I'm not German, Brazilian. Apologies. Uh, the the Borges or Borges, the oh okay the Brazilian, um Orlando I think. Really? I think Why do they? Them. Are we trying to fight them for all their Brazilian players and whoever has more wins at the end of the year? I think they have four. Gotta really? catch them all. <laughs> <laughs> I think they have four. Um, actually, I should probably look that up. Uh, I'm gonna. You're doing, sure you're doing some lying to you real quick. Doing some live research. I'm doing some live research for everybody. By all means, um, get it on there. Uh, you ever get buyer's remorse for something? When I bought that New Jersey, I was like, oh. mm, do I need that New Jersey? Sorry. She play, She just plays for Racing Louisville. Oh, okay. Yeah. So did we, we didn't discuss that when we, when we were talking about who they'd be missing? We missed it. Uh, I think we might have. Well, I, cool. I don't, <laughs> we're not perfect guys. We're not, perfect. we're not perfect. Um, but, uh, yeah. So the NWSL, you know, we're, we're doing pretty good things. We're showing why we are a top league. Yeah, true. Uh, would love to see Sophia Smith keep banging them away. Uh, putting those goals away. would love to see Alex Morgan take better PKs. Um, and would love to see the, the these are my three wishes for the USA game. Sophia Smith, keep going. Alex Morgan to stop the shit. And for for a listener to, to just let a listener play, she didn't get to play, <laughs> dude. She didn't get to play. I forgot we even had a goalkeeper watching that game when the ball came to her for like the first time, which must have been in the second half. I swear to God, Alyssa could have just been back there smoking a cigarette. Just hey, hey guys, whatever you whatever you're done, let me know. <laughs> you know what? She deserves the break. She you know she's the goal goalkeeper for Chicago, like. They put in like 30 <laughs> shots on game on her. She, she deserves a break. She Good point. Break. She gets beat up by the ground by how much she has to dive in those Ugh. Chicago games, man. She does stand on her head for that. 
But I swear to God, she would touch the ball and then go into like intense mode. And I'm like, don't act like you've been playing this whole time. You haven't had shit to do. You could check your emails back there. Just hanging out, bro. Uh, I just want, I just want her to kick a ball into the back of somebody and get in, you know. That's what she does. That's, that's what she her does. Ball, just a simple roller came to her. Wasn't even a safe. Simple roll. And she just goes and was like ready to distribute it. I was like, Jesus, slow down. We're up three nil. <laughs> uh, she's not. She's been in the World Cup for a while now. She's not messing around. She, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, just real quickly going to touch on the Chicago game. We should win this, right? They're, they're, yeah, uh, I don't say terrible. that, brother. Don't we sh- I mean, uh, they're 0 for 4 in the cup, a minus 10 goal difference. They're missing their best player, Alyssa Nair. Um, but, you know, Chicago beat us at the very beginning of the year, like the third game or something. So, shouldn't happen. Shouldn't happen. But, uh, I don't but know. you got Kristen Hamilton coming in off a hat trick. You thinking she doesn't want to score two or more goals in this game? Like, it's going to be. It's going to be electric, dude. I only wish we were there in person, but sadly, we got to watch it on television. Yep. But uh, ah. I'm excited. Okay. I'm excited for the game. I, I'm, I just love having women's soccer all the time right now. World yeah. Cup, you know, Challenge Cup, whatever it is. I'm just, I'm loving it. It's pretty great. Uh, you know, no sporting to worry about, like to like uh, co- to conflict, you know, the time. Uh, they don't play this weekend. So it's like all eyes on them, man. Exciting stuff. I love it. Uh, cool. We good? We satisfied? I said, what, we're like 54 minutes in or whatever? Absolutely. Eh, and I could keep track? going, but, you know, we probably should stop. Ain't nobody timing us. We could go forever. Nick's like, hold up. I do have a one o'clock if we could, or a two <laughs> o'clock if we could not do that. Yeah. Uh, sweet. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Watch the USA games. Watch Casey Current this Saturday night, Paramount Plus. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's fine. No other pod. Uh, Chris Wright, 21, at Dan Couser. Instagrams, uh, no other pod at gmail.com. Send us a message. We get we get great feedback sometimes, man. People people like what we're doing. So um, and ratings and reviews, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever you do it, hit that five stars for us and, and it helps us out a lot and, and makes the cockles of our heart very warm. So, uh, hey, we love you so much and we'll talk to you guys next week. See ya. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.